I like to say I train dick assassins, okay? <laughs> I'm training you to run a marathon with riding dick if you want to. So if you want to be up there for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you're going to have the stamina to do that. But I'm training you to snatch his soul in three minutes, okay? <laughs> oh you know? God, I love that. <laughs> Welcome to Honey Do Me, a podcast that goes into the bedroom and beyond. Hosted by Emma Norman and Cass Anderson. Here at Honey Do Me, we don't have all the answers. So we chat with experts, educators, and badass changemakers to get them. We are here to remind our listeners and ourselves that what we're going through is normal, that we are worthy of love and pleasure, and that we are all in this together. So tell us, honey, how do you do you? Howdy, honey. Howdy, honey. So, cowgirl. Cowgirl is what we're talking about today. And for those of you that don't know what cowgirl is, it is a sexual position when one person <laughs> lays down, typically, and then uh, the other person goes on top and rides them like a horse. <laughs> so, two things. I love the accent that it you... It was an accident. You know, the... <laughs> It just came naturally. And ride it like a horse. You know, I think that's no better way to describe this uh, hor- adult horse camp <laughs> that we're about to embark on. No. So you that's... could say this is somewhat of an adult horse camp. And for those of you that don't know, which how would you? I've been going to horse camp, the real kind, um, <laughs> since I was a little girl. Do you still go? Um, you said you've been way. going. <laughs> So Cass is a passionate connoisseur of horse camps. She actually leads her own camp. She's camp counselor Cass. Of sexual horse camp. (laughs) And we don't mean that in a bestiality way. Oh my God. Because we highly, highly disapprove of You used to go to horse camp. I I, used to go to horse camp, as we all do, right? I mean, I've been there, yeah. If you haven't. You should probably stop listening because we're clearly not your people. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was a really great time. A girl got kicked in the tummy after she tried to touch the horse that I had been riding all week. Mm -hmm. Bitch. Bitch. Still tried to ride him after that and he rubbed her up against a fence and she got splinters all up and down her leg. And so, Peppy, this one's for you. (laughs) There you go. You're my guy. You guys sound like soulmates. We are in many ways. You and Peppy. I hope he's still around somewhere. Probably not. That was a long time ago. <laughs> horses live a long time. Horses do live a long time. So, like... Peppy, if you're listening, <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. Hit me up, Pep. Well, I'd anyway. love to ride in a very different way than what we're talking about. Oh my god! In this episode mixing those these two is I, just no. I'm not mixing it. I'm putting a very clear distinction. Bestiality. Is, is wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> because animals can't consent ever. And so anybody who thinks it's right, absolutely turn this off because I don't want I don't want you I don't want Peppy to hear this. My podcast. <laughs> anywhere near it. So if you think bestiality is okay, go home. Okay. And then report yourself to the police. We got it. FYI, PSA, no bestiality. Cats loves animals. So <laughs> let's talk about who we're having on today. We have the amazing Tayomi. Morgan. Mm-hmm. She is a true expert when it comes to all things cowgirl. And 
just a little PSA, this is not just for hetero couples, and we get into that in the episode. So. Absolutely. So when we first started talking with Tayomi, we all agreed to have a little happy hour jam. So we poured a ourselves- 11 a.m. Yeah. on a Friday happy it was. hour jam. It was. I think she's in a different time zone. So yeah. it was later for her or worse for us. But I had a <laughs> mason jar full of a Bloody Mary. We call that a birth of Bloody Mary. <laughs> we call that a birth of Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yes, we do. And so we all poured up some drinks and got- riding on cowgirl yeah we did (laughs) so you guys are gonna absolutely fucking love this episode we asked the questions you want to know and yeah we asked questions about buttholes because that's what i wanted to know yeah it'll come it comes up yeah and we give solutions yeah there you go (laughs) so enjoy this episode and we will see on the other side cowgirl (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay welcome to honey do me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) where everything is so smooth yeah um, we'll just have you start out by introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about what you do, your journey, how you got to where you are. Oh, gosh. Um, well, my name is Tayomi. People online know me as Glamazon Tayomi. I am the founder of the sex education blog, Glamorotica101.com, and I am a certified sexologist and authentic Tantra practitioner. I'm also a pleasure coach in the sensual fitness coach, um, the founder of the Cowgirl Workout, the only workout in the world that teaches you how to ride dick and build your stamina. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also the in-house sexpert for the intimacy brand Sweet Vibes, one of my favorite brands out there because they have a forever warranty. So if anything ever happens to your toys, you just hit them up pay the shipping and they ship it right back to you. So it's like super, super awesome to represent them um, in press and media as their sex expert. And I like to say that I am kind of like, I have my hands in a lot of different things in the sexual health realm. I'm also like an advocate for the adult industry and, and an adult content creator, but I've been doing this work for 10 years. So I feel like I've kind of, I have my stamp all over the place. Mm -hmm. That was like my goal was to be as visible as possible because I um, didn't really see black women at the time. And when I started, it was back in 2011. So at that time, I didn't really see a lot of women who looked like me speaking about sex and like doing it in a way that felt informative and like it was your homegirl. You know, I didn't want to necessarily feel like a doctor. I didn't want to feel like I was too clinical, um, but still wanted to bring the facts. And so that's why I jumped in to just be a source for black women to feel empowered in their sexuality. And for anybody for that matter, who wants, um, who resonates with my voice, but it's really important for me to like place forward. They're like, yes, I'm here mm-hmm. for black women um, and creating safe space for us. And I have absolutely loved every moment of my journey. I feel like I'm just beginning though. And just so many shifts and changes happening right now for my brand and just like planning for the next 10 years. So I'm just super excited to be here with you ladies and the honeydew crew and, <laughs> you know, to chat it up. Cause you guys encouraged me to drink on a Friday. Hell yeah. <laughs> we can cheers to that right yeah. now. That's something, that's, that's a talent of ours. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always encourage drinking. Mm-hmm. I love everything you said. I think we are huge fans of authentic sexuality mm-hmm. education and just like real, honest fun because it should be fun. It's sex and approachable yes. and yes. like non-threatening. <laughs> Not like people are coming at you with weapons, Hopefully. but it can be really scary, especially you just want the knowledge and you want it to be approachable and you want to feel like you're not wrong for seeking it out. So mm-hmm. more people exactly. creating that type of environment is 
primo. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss on that one. Um, well, I want to dig more into the cowgirl workout class. So can you tell us a little bit about that in your master classes that you have? Absolutely. You know, and I'm so happy that more people are asking me about it because this has been like my bread and butter and my baby since I created videos on YouTube back in 2014, um, 14, 15. And um, <clears throat> these videos have gone viral. Like when somebody wants to give an instruction on how to ride, I see my video pop up and I'm like, this is great. Because before my video, I didn't see any content out there. I didn't see any written content, not a book, not a course, not a workout, not a YouTube video about how to ride dick. And I was getting a lot of inquiries from women all around the world. So this is not like an American woman thing. This is not a black woman or a white woman thing. It's a woman thing. You know, mm -hmm. if you are a cisgendered woman and you love dick, whether it's, you know, natural or it's, you know, store-bought dick, you know, <laughs> this is not an easy thing to do. And so um, I, I got inspired to teach women because I was once highly embarrassed by being asked to get on top. And I literally had just like, you know, lost my V card and I started having sex with partners and this was like the third partner. And up until that point, I hadn't been asked to get on top. And then he asked me to do it. And I had to like wave the flag, like, hey, sir, excuse me. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm, I'm just coming into this thing. I'm just <laughs> starting to have sex with partners. So I don't know what I'm doing. And he was just like, oh, just try. And I'm like, well, just try. Okay. So <laughs> I get up there and I'm doing the whole scoop boot thing. You know what I'm saying? And I could tell he was not impressed or enthused and I was not either. I just felt super embarrassed. And so he's just like, you know what, let's just do doggy style. And as he has me in doggy style, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there being penetrated. I'm like thinking, hmm, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, I will not be bested by this position ever again. Okay, making a vow right now. And so literally like after that, because I, I, my mind does not shut down during sex. I have to actually actively breathe through it and then do like tantra to make sure I'm present. Right. So like, it's a lot better now that I'm older, but when I was younger, it was just really going off. And so, um, I just made a vow. I was like, I never want a sex position or any sexual technique to get the best of me or to be the reason why my relationships fail. There's other things I have to work on for why relationships fail, but I didn't want sex. <laughs> sex will not but be it the will thing. not no. be this. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm like, this is so simple. It's just mechanics. You know what I mean? Um, and of course there's things you have to move beyond in your mentality and, you know, with scripts and programs and stuff like that. But I was like, no, I'm going to master the science of this thing. And so I started studying one of my favorite adult film stars. She's retired now, but her name is Roxy Reynolds. Cause I felt like her stroke game was on point. I was like, yo, I want to <laughs> ride it like this. <laughs> and so I studied her and then I started breaking down the mechanics, like, Hmm, what body parts are being utilized when you do this? And then, how can I break this down and explain it to women? And so I created that video on YouTube and a lot of women learned from it. And we're like, thank you so much. This is a godsend. But then I had another group of women who were just like, Hey, Kayomi, great video. I love it. Still need help. Still don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, a friend of mine was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to book you to teach your cowgirl class in Chicago. Cause she, um, her name is Kat and she has a business called the Meow university in Chicago. And she hosts, of adult sex education classes throughout the year. And so she's like, I'm going to book you for this. And so um, it was like a leap for me because the first show I ever did was in Denver at a male review. 
oh I was dating a guy at the time who was an exotic dancer and he wanted to support me. And he's like, I want you to teach a cowgirl class at my show. Um, Cause there's going to be a lot of ladies there. And I was so nervous. You guys like, I've never told this story. I was so nervous because I had a lot going on emotionally at that point, but this was my first time being like flewed out to do like this thing. And I get up there and it's all these ladies and I'm like, they're not here to see me. They're here to see dick. (laughs) (laughs) And so to like ease the anxiety of that, I was like, okay, ladies, I know you're here to see dick and it's going to come out soon, but I want to teach you what to do with the dick, you know, afterwards, if you feel so inclined to. So I know I'm not here to like, tell you you're doing anything wrong. I'm just here to give you some more tips in case this is something you've been struggling with. And so I always start that way because I never want any woman to believe that I'm saying she's doing something wrong. I just want to give her tips on how to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, And just assuming, like not assuming that people are coming in completely green, like not knowing what's going on. And so that went over very well. It was like standing applause. Like it it was great. And then it turned into a whole tour around the country where women from all over the United States were just like, so can you come here? Can you come here? And a friend of mine offered to drive me around the country. And so we literally were in a Buick driving from coast to coast, oh my God. East, East coast, down South to Chicago, to California and back. It was great. I was like literally seeing this country up and down side to side <laughs> because we did that. And it was the most like empowering thing for me and just to see how women have like shifted. And so this has turned into like, like one of the, the things that brings me the most joy because I'm encouraging women to get moving. Like movement has been so powerful for me in my life and me connecting with my body. And, um, so many women come to me and just tell me how they're disconnected, you know? And I'm like, look, we just got to get you moving. We just got to get your hips going. Um, and a lot of women have issues with their hips, you know, either they're like off kilter or they had like pelvic injuries or knee injuries or whatever. And so I decided to create a workout. Cause I'm like, look, I showed you the moves on YouTube, but there's no way you can master those moves if you don't get moving. So I, I tell my clients all the time, listen, we have to work out. There's no way around it, but I'm going to make it fun for us. And so I've combined twerk and yoga and sensual movement um, and strength training into a program that helps to build stamina and flexibility and um, just improving your stroke in general. And so with the class that I teach, it's part seminar, part movement. So the first part in the first hour, I'm going over all the common questions, the do's and don'ts, different positions the different strokes that I've pinpointed that women can use or vulva owners can use um, when riding dick. And then also um, just taking any questions that they may have. And then I go into breaking down the actual moves that help them to build muscle memory so that their body can remember how to move when they get on top. And then also adjusting things for different body types and body sizes. So a lot of my clients are larger women. And I appreciate that because they are the ones that feel like they can't get on top. And I'm like, sis, look, if he dies, he dies. Okay. He wants you up there. (laughs) He wants you up there. So let's give him what he wants. And I like to say, I train dick assassins. Okay. (laughs) I'm training you to run a marathon with riding dick if you want to. So if you want to be up there for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you're going to have the stamina to do that. But I'm training you to snatch his soul in three minutes. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) 
That's so it, fucking awesome. It's pretty much turned into a community now. Like with COVID, I was on a world tour. So I had 28 dates, right? And I was on my way to Kenya for a sold out show, like 70 women who were waiting for me in Nairobi. And then literally on the day before I was flying out, everything shut down. And I had to make a quick decision. I was like, hmm, am I going to just like let this tour go by the wayside or am I going to still do it? And so I just moved it all online because I've done it before and it's still sold out. And so I showed up for all 28 dates and I even expanded it because I was like, these women need more support than just this Mm -hmm. one master class. And so I turned it into a five day a week um, program where they could join me live for an hour and get their practice in. And now it is an, an entire tribe called the Cowgirl Workout. And so it's like a social media network. We have a sister circle. I mean, it's really it's really interactive. And then all of the live workouts that we do are uploaded to that community. I'm just really proud of what I've created because this our community is small right now, but it's like growing every day. Mm-hmm. And I just love showing up for women and just encouraging them to be their best selves, especially through movement. So that's the cowgirl workout, the three pillars, strength training, flexibility building stamina that was just incredible i love that so freaking much and i like i want to be a part of it <laughs> i want to take the, that would be so fun i just love that you focus on so much like it's much more than just the actual position there's so many things that go into that position and yes. i love where you started like with your story about like feeling really uncomfortable like during sex initially because when i was thinking about these questions that's exactly where my insecurity started which was like with my second partner getting into a position that i'd never done before cuz like with your first partner you know you don't you don't try much you're pretty much on your back the whole time <laughs> and so the first time trying a new position i was so uncomfortable so self-conscious and i was like i swear to god i'm doing this wrong and like to this day i cringe when i think about how awkward i probably was moving like it was just it's just too much to think about. So I love that that's where you started and you're like, fuck that. I'm just going to be, I'm going to destroy this and be a powerhouse and like be a dick assassin after. <laughs> and yes. I love it so much. That's what I wanted because I was like, men are having all the fun and sex and what am I doing? You know, like I'm just sitting here taking it. I don't want to take it. I want to be active. I want to like take control too. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty dominant woman like in my everyday life and I do like to take control. And so I don't just want to be passive the whole time. Like, okay, flip yeah. over. all right. I mean, that's <laughs> cool, but not every time. Right. And I just, I just didn't want sex to be that thing that was causing a wedge in relationships because I'm like, I have the willingness to move through all this other emotional stuff and, you know, connection stuff, but like I've got a master sex. And two, I wasn't even just doing it for me because I had this innate knowing that eventually I would pass on this knowledge to other women because I was like, look, once I master this, everybody needs to know. This is your legacy. (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. Like, no, I I watched a couple of your videos and I'm like, this is so thorough and just like right there for you to like practice while you're doing it. I love that you have a partner to do it on. It's not just like a pillow too. So you can like really get like (laughs) the body movements down. So definitely go watch those videos. Oh my God. They're so amazing. I also love because, you know, it's a workout and we've been having conversations about like motivation for workouts because a lot of it can be pretty toxic and like, you know, to change your body or all of that kind of stuff. And so I love that in this scenario, (laughs) great sex is such a good fucking motivator. I love that. Mm -hmm. It is. Because I tell my ladies all the time, I'm like, listen, 
yes, the motivation is to ride dick better, like to feel more pleasure, to receive more orgasms, to be more embodied. Mm -hmm. But always remind them, I'm like, this is about you becoming better for yourself first. It's not Mm -hmm. for your partner. And I'm like, listen, this workout, you're going to shape up and you may drop some pounds, but that's not my main goal for you. My main goal is for you just to feel embodied and confident no matter what size you are, because you're right. A lot of um, workout programs do feel quite toxic where it's so heavily focused on shaping up to look a certain way or building this part of your body and lessening this part. And I'm just like, Hey, this workout is designed to like shape you up slowly and slowly. If you're like really hitting it. And some women have like lost 40 pounds. One of my clients, she's lost like seven sizes. She said, Tayomi, I'm looking in the mirror, my hips and my booty, that's like popping out now, like (laughs) bow. And so that is what brings me so much joy is just Mm -hmm. hearing all of their improvements and knowing that I wasn't forcing it, you know, Mm -hmm. even with telling them like, Hey, come join the tribe and you can stay here as long as you want. And if you decide that, Hey, maybe this isn't for you and you want to, you know, leave, that's okay too. You can do that at any time. It's not like a heavy commitment for you to be here. Um, and there are some women who have admitted recently in our, uh, our chat, like I've been here for months, but I haven't done anything. And I'm like, that's okay. Be here as long as you want. We're here to support you. When you come back to this group, you're going to see all the love flowing. You're going to see all of the workouts that are here and available for you. So choose whatever you want. And I think that giving, giving women that type of freedom, especially right now, since we're like locked in and you really can't go to the gym and you really can't do a lot of the things you used to do, like giving them that com- that comfort in their own home to just take control over their own like narrative with their bodies is so essential. Because yeah, people are getting where they want to go. You know, they can have goals to, you know, do whatever with their body. But if if they're having fun on the way, like that's what matters. Yeah. And that's what gets people to like stick with something. And movement is so important for so many reasons that if you can Mm -hmm. find something that you love that makes you feel sexy and that helps you have great sex, like what more could you possibly want? Totally. Tell me. Tell me. Really? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I'm totally going to join because I just want to, one, move because it's just been so long. And two, it's, I feel like that's another way to refine your, like, sexuality and, like, just, like, for yourself. Just, like, oh, I'm a sexy mm-hmm. person. Look at me move, you know? And I feel like that's definitely yes. something that I think a lot of people could relate to right now during COVID is kind of losing that. And that's definitely where I'm at. So I can't. I, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are so excited to have you, like. It's so easy to fall into a routine with COVID, you know, yeah. um, with this, like the shut in being locked in, just like sitting down all day, like not really oh, wearing clothes or shoes. Like my mm-hmm. feet were like, bitch, you're wearing heels. What is this? <laughs> we don't know what this is anymore. You know? <laughs> 100%. So I did want to ask a clarifying question because I feel like a lot of the time when we're talking about cowgirl or riding, we talk about it in terms of like hetero couples, but I want to clarify that this is also for queer couples, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Like I had a chat on clubhouse the other day, um, giving tips on how to ride dick. And one of the ladies from the audience came up and she's queer and she's also a sex expert. And I told her, I said, girl, you better use this on the strap too, you know? And I've, I've coached couples as well in Atlanta, um, um, same-sex couples on this too. So, and I also 
include trans women and trans men if mm. they, you know, if they want to join as well, because this is something that this is a position that anybody can do. The only thing mm. that I haven't taught is like riding with the anus because it's just a mm. different body part. Right. So when it comes to like, like men having sex with other men, I, I, I don't teach that. I mean, I wonder mm. if there is someone in the world who could teach uh, men how to ride dick. I, I, that <laughs> would be, I want to see it. I want to watch it. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, it def- definitely is inclusive for um, queer couples and couples who aren't hetero. So if anyone out there is just like, I wonder if this is for me, even if I don't have a male partner or a partner who has a natural penis, mm-hmm. this is for you too. So come through. Like if you want to master this again, it's for you. This mm-hmm. is, this is for your pleasure. Cause so many women come through with this idea of like, I just want to get this right for them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, like you have control over the stroke. So you get to stroke all your erogenous zones. You get to do it at the speed that you want. And then you get to have that pleasure of like, just being the one in control of the pace of the sex. Mm-hmm. And that's a very powerful position to be in. So like this thing is layered. It's a workout. Yes. But then the empowerment that I give is so much more than just like, you know how to ride dick now. It's like, no, you know how to advocate for yourself now. You know how to be present with yourself now. You know how to request what you want now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just love it. And I will say, ladies, there are babies out here <laughs> because of this. Because of what I I'm a you are creating a life. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I love about it. So I'm a god mom to like two sets of twins. And like oh some other God. babies out there. So I Ooh, fucking whoop. love it. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the power you hold. My God. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off (laughs) okay i am so excited to get into it so let's talk about the actual like cowgirl positions so i feel like there's a few because i know forwards and backwards (laughs) (laughs) but is there more ways that you can work like the cowgirl position there's so many ways and it all depends on how your partner's body is positioned too like the traditional um like laying down position is so flat that sometimes it's hard for hips to really like mm-hmm. move in a way that's comfortable. So 
if he brings his pelvis up or if he bends his knees or if he sits at the back of the bed near the headboard where his um, pelvis can be at a 90 degree or your partner's pelvis can be at a 90 degree. Um, creating the angles with the pelvis is so important. And then any way that you position your partner's legs is literally a different position because it's going to hit different for you. It's going to feel different for them. And then you can get on your feet so you can be flat footed or you can be on your toes in the bed or you can use the edge of the bed. You can use a chair and you can either face your partner in the chair or have your back to them. You can use the couch. You can have one leg up, one leg down. (laughs) Um, There's so many different positions. And then also it all depends, too, on um, your body type, because like some women have large poopas and they're like, my poopa gets in the way. I can't. (laughs) I can't, I can't really penetrate like that. I'm like, well, you might have to go crab style. So crab style <laughs> is like your hands are behind you and you're pushing forward with, forward with your pelvis instead of being, it's, it's the word supine where like the front of your body is face down. Um, like, I think so. It's been a few years. Since I was in anatomy. I wanted to be a nurse for five minutes. You know what? Let's, Didn't use, work let's out. use supine. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to be a nurse for five yeah. minutes. Let's do supine. <laughs> So like instead of your body being like face down, your um the front of your body is facing up and then um your hands are back like basically holding you up and then you're pushing towards your partner's pelvis. So that way the belly isn't hanging over, preventing you from being able to penetrate yourself. Okay. Um so okay. it also is a workaround. It's like once I lay out the different positions, then there's different strokes. I've identified at least eight different strokes that you can use at any time. Um, and I always say, you don't have to be a master of all eight. You just need to master one. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by you stroke? One. I don't know if so, I'm just, I don't know. No, that's a I great would, question. Yeah, yeah. Love to know. So I always tell my ladies coming into class, I'm like, listen, I know you think that you're riding dick, but this is not a pony. This is not a merry-go-round. This is not a seesaw or anything like that. Okay. You are literally stroking dick. And so I have to reframe this for them so that they understand like that whole scooting thing <laughs> like babies <laughs> learning to like go across the floor school. Yeah, exactly like you mean me and you did when you were in, as a baby in a diaper you know what I mean scooting mm-hmm. across the floor it's like the scoot feels good to us and he feels something it's just not a stroke so it's like or your partner well if your partner doesn't have a natural penis and of course they're not mm-hmm. feeling like what someone who's a, a penis owner would mm-hmm. feel a natural penis owner would feel but in that case, it's like the dick is just doing this. Uh, that doesn't you know? look very erotic. <laughs> no, it's, very erotic. it's like doing that, and the the little wiggle school thing is cool as like um, like a transition into another position, mm-hmm. right? Where you give yourself a little bit of a rest, but it but it's not effective for actually creating a stimulation for you or for your partner. So the vagina should be coming on and off the penis like that stroking it. And so, um, I also teach Yoni yoga. So I teach women how to connect more deeply with their sacred spaces and strengthen the pelvic floor so that they can consciously squeeze and release. So I always tell my ladies, like if your hips fail, then internally you should be able to stroke at the same time, you know, being able to squeeze and release as you, you know, come on and off the dick, you know? Like a squid. So, <laughs> yes, a squid. Oh my it's god. Literally, it's literally a stroke. So you're taking over the stroke. 
from your partner and now you're in control of it and you can control how deep you're stroked, whether it's shallow penetration or it's deep penetration, how fast the stroke goes and all that good stuff. And so once I put it into that perspective, now it's like, oh, I see what I've been doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And so um, it just shifts the things in the minds of my clients. And they're like, okay, I got it now. Boom. And then it's just a matter of practicing. So with the different strokes, it's just different ways that you move your hips. And it's all about hip isolation because with the scoot, it's like you're scooting too, because you're sitting all your weight down uh-huh. instead of leveraging your weight and putting some space between your partner's pelvis and your pelvis. You need just a little bit of space. You don't need a bunch. You just need like, depending on the size of the dick that you're riding, right? Uh-huh. Um, either like one to three inches. So, of course, if he has a shorter penis, you want to be closer to the pelvis. If he has a long dick, you know, <laughs> like, give yourself a little bit of room. <laughs> Need room to move. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Space to breathe. Just <laughs> shish kebab up here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I... <laughs> okay. Woo. I just have to breathe. Let um, me be. I'm sorry. <laughs> So the squid-like movement that Cass was referring to, is that kind of like a Kegel then, like doing that when you're writing? Mm-hmm. And it's really like an art to it because you got to get the hip movement down, like your stroke down before you try to Kegel because what you're going to be doing is closing or like contracting around the dick. And then, you know, you're still going to be stroking. And then there's times where you just like release. And if you have control over it, you can actually like, um, contract and release at the same time. Oh, wow. So it's really a mastery thing where you would have to practice. Um, and I would say practicing in missionary position or in, in any other position, um, missionary specifically, because when you're lying on your back, I feel like you have a lot of like more control over your Kegel process. Mm-hmm. And so if you practice just like contracting and releasing while your partner's doing the stroking, then when you get on top, then you'll have like a better command over it Mm -hmm. and you can just play around with it. And so then it becomes fun at that point, but it's literally like a double stroke because the muscles around your vagina are like doing the, doing a thing to like stroke. And then your hips are actually moving and you're feeling the entire vaginal canal. So I always like to say that's a secret move. That's that's (laughs) Cardi B said it in why. Really? She said, she said, climb on top. I want to ride. I do a Kegel when it's inside. That's I was like, so she's true. Fucking, she's giving away my secrets. That's <laughs> mine. Cardi totally stole that from you, and we're going to put it out there right now. Yeah. She stole that from Taomi. <laughs> but no, it's like literally a trade secret of all dick assassins. Like, we know you get on top, and if you add that Kegel in, it's a wrap. Like, you can't escape. And the moment that I love when I'm putting these moves on guys, because like they're like, oh, so this is what you teach in your class. I'm like, don't do that. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, okay, I'm going to finish you right now. And so the whimper, <laughs> the whimper that I experience that, that just like escapes their body because they are completely overtaken by my prowessness. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You asked for it, and oh now, you're you're <laughs> now you're done. Now you're done. 
I run this shit. You are. I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. Oh my god, the whimper. I fucking love it. Oh my god, I'm dying. That's hilarious. In their eyes, it's so funny because like. In their eyes, I see the disbelief. They're like, I can't believe this girl is fucking dominating me right now, you know? And they start to hold it in. But I just keep going. And they're like, wait, wait. <laughs> And when you try and hold something in, it comes out way weirder than it would have if you just let it come out. So it's like, oh, sounds so much more sad. <laughs> just like. <laughs> so much more helpless. I win. Oh, my <laughs> God. I fucking love that. It's like, just fucking watch me. Here, it's hilarious. Like, afterwards, just kind of like. <laughs> Hold me. So, um, <laughs> I wish I could give a testimonial because, yeah, you're the truth. And I'm like. I know. That's why I do what I do. So I get paid the big bucks. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that so much. Y'all got me over here, like, sweating, too. Like. <laughs> to that actually speaking of sweat because mm-hmm. for moi and emma we oh talked about this last night it's easy to get tired easy yeah. to get sweaty yep. i'm the and then i don't monster. feel super good yeah. about myself when i'm up there and yeah. i'm mm-hmm. yeah a little swamp monster <laughs> yeah so how do we like how to feel and like look confident when you know a whole bunch of shit is going on like <laughs> being... a lot is going on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so tips for that would be divine mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely so i'm gonna say this like you know your body better than anyone and you know how long it takes for you to be active before you start dripping sweat right. you know not long, I tell not my long. Clients, <laughs> right exactly like i'm sweating under my arms right now oh, like, yeah. you know, so i'm like it doesn't take much yeah. um <laughs> i tell my clients all the time like bring everything into the bedroom to feel ready and to feel confident so if that means you bring a towel to wipe yourself mm-hmm. down or to have your partner wipe you down like look this is a sport Okay, <laughs> and pleasure is a team sport. So whatever you need, have yes. no shame of bringing it in. Bring in your sweat rag. Bring in your water because you're gonna get parched. You know, because at some point you're gonna start breathing through your mouth, and your mouth is gonna get dry. And I, I feel like sometimes there's a correlation between the mouth and your vagina, right? Like mm-hmm. once your mouth starts getting dry, your vagina is like, "What we doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, what we doing now?" <laughs> I need a little something. Okay. <laughs> so you have your, your water there, you have your loot there because you don't want to get on top when you're not like fully aroused, mm-hmm. um, when your when your erectile tissue isn't fully engorged because you're not gonna feel it as uh you're not gonna feel it as well. And it, it may be a little painful. And then you want to be well lubricated. And if your vagina on this day is just like, not, nah, I'm not budding, <laughs> lubricate it. Mm-hmm. You know, no shame in that. I advocate for lube and personal moisturizers yes. consistently because I'm like, if you want to extend your pleasure, like just squirt, squirt, keep it moving. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sometimes wops get dry. I got a wop. And depending on what's happening in a week or a month or whatever, like if I'm on some kind of meds or if I feel stressed or whatever, or even if the like she's so sensitive, if the ceiling fan is blowing, okay, <laughs> all that extra air she's gonna dry out. So I'm yeah. like, all right, lubricants mm-hmm. right here. Um, and then also like remembering that this isn't a performance. You know, you don't have to look a certain way, and it's all about am I connected? And so I like to say before you even get into the ride, like penetrate yourself and just kind of feel your partner inside of you. 
and just connect. You know, you can place a hand on the chest or like over your heart and just connect eye to eye and just kind of breathe together a little bit and then go into your movements. And also ask your partner for assistance. Look, I hate when they just like want to sit back like, yeah, it's my time off. <laughs> no, it ain't. No, it's not. <laughs> exactly. It's just not a vacation, okay? I'm going to need you to help me out here. And so sometimes getting into the rhythm of it is the thing that kind of makes us feel awkward. So um, the beauty is like meeting your partner's stroke. So if your partner is stroking back while you're Mm -hmm. on top, once you can get into that good rhythm to stroke together, then it's like, all right, cool. I got it. Um, And then also being unafraid to sweat. You're going to sweat. Mm -hmm. Like it's literally your body's form of an air conditioner. You know, once you overheat, your body's like, let's, Let's perspire. So then you can cool down a little bit. I personally like the sweat because I'm like, yeah, I'm working this dick. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> Take it as a good sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and with the stamina piece, like getting tired is definitely going to happen if you don't mm-hmm. control your breathing. So that's a very, that's one of the pillars of the calorie workout is building stamina. And I build the stamina through doing repetitious movement and encouraging you to breathe and control your breathing and being conscious of your breathing as we go throughout the movements. And so we'll do like 100 repetitions of the same movement over and over and over again. And then I'm, I'm uh, displaying how to breathe through that. So you'll hear me like throughout the workout, breathing through my nose and exhaling through my mouth because that's helping me to not only slow my heart rate down, but it's sending oxygen to that part of my body that's like screaming, help! Yeah. <laughs> please, please take me out. Send assistance. Yeah. Sub. I need it. So I'm sending Sub oxygen shot. as assistance to, um, you know, extend the ride. And so over time, just practicing those moves um, with the breathing, you extend your ability to stay in it longer and longer and longer. Like I've had clients say, um, this one client, like I literally fell out and I started crying when she said this, she said, I am 50 years old. And my husband told me I'm having sex like a 25 year old. Fuck. And I was like, that, that did it for me because you know, when you create something right as an artist, you create something and you don't know if it's landing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that you hope that it does. And when you hear people say things like that, I just helped you reverse the clock. Mm-hmm. So it completely obliterates this idea that if you're 50 plus, that you can't be out here fucking, you can't be out here having <laughs> sex because um, your body can't keep up. And I'm like, all you have to do is just get moving. So basically you create life, you revive marriages. Um <laughs> You're God. Oh my God. <laughs> you are God. So that's wonderful. I always say that, first of all, I definitely identify as a goddess and I always say I'm doing the Lord's work, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Because think about it. Like I, I, I've had women coming to me in tears, you guys, like in tears because they're on the brink of like their relationship possibly completely dismantling because they don't know how to take control of their pleasure for themselves mm-hmm. and then be able to share in that with their partners. And they're like, I don't know what to do. Please help me. Or it's like, you know, single ladies who are like, yeah, I don't have someone yet, but I want to be prepared. And so um, one of my clients recently said that she is now engaged because of the Calgary workout. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, this is God's work. And I just feel like it's bringing people back to who they are and their core Mm -hmm. and helping them to feel empowered to flex their sexual autonomy. And that's what I'm all about. I'm like, if I can enlighten you and empower you and just make you feel good about exploring even something that you feel uncomfortable with, then I've done my job. Right. That's so beautiful. And I love that story of the woman that like, like now you're having sex like a 25 year old. It's just like sex is so ageless and I want to be old and having amazing sex. Like I want to still own that, you know, it's just like, that's that's beautiful. And I love that people can find that confidence through um, the cowgirl workout. And then you also said something when you were talking about, um, you know, syncing up the strokes and stuff, how you're kind of meeting in the middle. So I have a clarifying question. Um, Yes. In one of your videos, you talked about how like you're supposed to kind of meet in the middle. So that's not bump like it's not wrong to bump it. Right? Like you're that's like a good meeting point. You're not supposed to always be like going this way like this. It's like you can meet uh-huh. and ricochet. Yes. And that's yes. how you get a good stroke. Absolutely. Because okay. If you if you try to like go one way or the other, you're not meeting in the middle. Mm-hmm. So meeting in the middle with literally both pelvises coming together okay. to meet that point and then coming apart. Okay. So that creates that the stroke for both people to enjoy in it. When it's just one way, then it's one person really having mm-hmm. more control. And that's okay. You know, it's like, cause there will be moments where your partner may not stroke back and you're doing most of the stroking. But when you meet in the middle, not only does it reduce how much power you have to put out, but your power output. <laughs> but it also, My voltage. Um, <laughs> but it just feels better. And so, yeah, if you, if you end up bumping it, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's completely fine. As long as your pelvises aren't like, <laughs> Thunder. Right. You got to have some control over it. It's just like when you throw your ass back. You know what I mean? When you throw your ass back, you're literally meeting as much your as partner's pelvis. And then that clapping sound that happens is that impact. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, because like the whole time I was always like, oh God, we're off sync because we're doing this. But that's good to know that that's like, I was like, but why does it kind of flow better? But I always thought I was still off, you know? It's so weird. I'm so glad you asked that question. Thank that's something you. I've re- <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> because like it is, I would say cowgirls prob- probably my favorite position. But uh-huh. there are times when I'm doing it where I'm like, this just feels off and it's the rhythm like I didn't have yeah. the words for it but it's literally just the rhythm and I would like try and make it so we were going at the same time in the same <laughs> like direction and I'm would. like this feels like nothing yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and so but then I'm like but it doesn't make sense for us to meet in the middle but yes it does because that's literally what's like intuitive yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it just feels better that's how you keep like creating the space in the stroke like Tayomi's saying yeah so I'm learning oh. already <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm are, a quick I, learner. That's what, I say. that's what I say. Like, I'm not here to say, no, that's wrong. I'm like, right. yes, let's add on what you already know and kind of tweak some things to make it feel better. Because again, like your partner could totally just lie there and you could be doing all the stroking, but you're going to feel fucking tired mm-hmm. very quickly because they're not meeting you in the middle. And so that's why I say like, this is a team sport, which yes. I, I will say this. I'm also teaching you how to stroke from the bottom too, because now you're not just going to lie there when your partner is in, um, you're in missionary or your partner is taking over the stroke. Now you can meet, you know how to meet in the middle because you know how to move your hips. Mm -hmm. So it's 
really like all the way around the cowgirl workout teaches women how to just be more active in sex. It's okay to be a pillow princess sometimes, you know what I mean? <laughs> and if you want to like change up the stimulation mm-hmm. of the stroke um, in, in a certain position, like positions can become brand new when you just like shift your hips a little bit or you move your hips towards your partner or you shift your leg positioning. Like people mm-hmm. give missionaries so much shit. And I'm like, yeah, missionary great. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's great if you're stroking back and like you're you're really being active in it and switching up like the positions of your legs and stuff so yeah I mean meeting in the middle is where it's at another well this is something we were talking about as well I guess it's kind of like moving backward <laughs> but in reverse oh yeah that's where I was going to go next okay your butthole are they staring at your butthole and <laughs> and if they are, how can I get that how to not happen? I, <laughs> or how can I work through those feelings? Yeah, I would like it to not happen. <laughs> we were talking about maybe getting a big gem. <laughs> just yeah, like one of those I guess you could be a butt plug. <laughs> For some reason in my head, I'm like, you'd glue a gem there. Yeah. But that's just not what you do. Your butt cheeks would like go around it. It would just look yeah. so awkward. Or would it look special? I mean, who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm not behind you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you go. It really depends on the size of your booty, right? Because. <clears throat> God damn it. So they see my butthole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they'll see my butthole, is what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> if you have like bigger cheeks, the cheeks are just covering the, the booty hole. So mm-hmm. you don't really see it. They see um, the vagina more than anything. But if you have a smaller booty and then your cheeks spread apart, like once you kind of bend it over, mm-hmm. then I'll probably see your anus too. But I'm going to tell you something. They, look, that doesn't turn them off. Like if anything, it's a turn on because they see like another area of access, even if they're the kind of person that is not into anal. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Just being able to see it visually um, it's like stimulating, you know. And so, I'm not going to. Yeah, it would scare me if somebody was like, "Oh, another access <laughs> point." That would throw so off okay. my rhythm and my stroke for sure. fingers and booty holes without permission, people. PSA. Oh my god. Well, but I would say your idea about the butt plug is a good one, though, because if you are into DP, like double penetration. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a way to experience that without having to bring in another penis. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it just, it feels really good for you because it's pressing through to the, the vaginal canal too. Mm-hmm. So it like kind of narrows things and your partner can feel it as well in the stroke. So and it's visually appealing, like who really expects to see like a gem <laughs> or, or, or a foxtail or whatever, like coming out of your booty hole when you've been over, it's like, ooh, a nice surprise. It's like when you open up a box of cereal and it yes. has a special prize inside. That's what that's you like. You are the cereal. You are the box. I am the Lucky Charms, bitches. <laughs> Magically delicious. Magically delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you brought up reverse because that is literally one of the scariest positions that like, it took me so long to try, um, mm-hmm. mainly because of my butt hole. <laughs> but also... <laughs> the rhythm itself feels different. Um, Mm. So is there a different position to make that like reverse more accessible or less intimidating? Like, is there like a go-to that you could jump right into to make that position like, oh, I can fucking do this. 
Yeah, I would say definitely like if you use the chair because uh-huh. that's still reverse. It's just that your partner's not lying down and in using the chair or the couch, your booty hole's not exposed. They don't oh, see that's the so hole. true. So, you know, it, it doesn't always have to happen in the bed, you know, and I feel mm-hmm. like um, when you do it in reverse, when you're sitting in a chair or at the edge of the bed, if your bed's low enough to like touch the ground or um, if you do it on the couch, then it gives you more control because you can use your partner's legs as a post mm-hmm. and it gives you more control over like being able to like move your hips and everything and they don't see your face they just see your back and they can also like rub on your back and like if you're into like neck play and stuff they can like uh-huh. come up to the back of your neck and squeeze and oh there's just so many delicious <laughs> things come around grab your titties like so many delicious things that can happen and it's a better angle for us because um the way that the penis just like enters into the vaginal canal because your your hips are not now like at a perpendicular uh-huh so now it's like like this this so now you're mm-hmm. you're fitting into each other um in a way that really is going to create some some nice juicy ass <laughs> penetration <laughs> like oh i love it yeah yeah so is there maybe this is not a question for you is there any position that like hurts because i feel like sometimes reverse can hurt the penis haver um you know, and it, yes, and like I've been told that by a partner where it's like, <laughs> too far. I think that even for yeah. regular, I've gone on. I don't know if I went on at the wrong angle, but he was like, oh, yeah. and I also saw an article that you, I think, wrote about penis fractures. <laughs> so I would love no. to just like, yeah, just kind of engulf that a little bit. <laughs> Let's dive in. <laughs> I love that you brought that up because when I talk about reverse, I always give a disclaimer because you're basically... Um, most of the time, like the penis is, if he's lying down, it's going to be like facing him. Right. But mm-hmm. then when you come in reverse, then you're pulling it back and you're pulling it down and it's an erect penis. So when it's flaccid, like when it's hanging down, it's fine. But when those tissues become filled with blood, now it's a little stiffer. And so you do have to be cautious um, when you're penetrating yourself. I always tell my clients, like, before you start stroking, do like an establishing stroke. It's pretty much you just kind of like pushing your hips back onto it to see how it feels, to get a survey of the land. Making sure I'm surveying yeah, the land. Like your surroundings. Right, you got to survey it, you know, <laughs> because you want to make sure that before you start doing whatever move is your like signature move, that it's not hurting him, that it's not bending him in a way um, that could cause a fracture and also that it's comfortable for you. So yes, there are certain... Um, positions with this that can feel uncomfortable and for women who have like cervical trauma or they feel very sensitive at their cervix Mm. um, that deep penetration especially if your partner is like trying to push you down Mm -hmm. onto them um that can be painful and so that's why i always say you're in control make sure you control the depth so that way you're not having your cervix rammed into you if it's uncomfortable for you you know what i mean um, so just being mindful of that, like practicing mindfulness and not just trying to do the thing, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, okay, take your time, be aware. You don't have to rush through this. The erection will still be there sometimes. Cause sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> like, <laughs> some guys get a little intimidated. They don't want to be dominated. And that's the beauty of having a partner that by the penis. It's like, it stays hard, you know, <laughs> um, but <Tip. laughs> For, for men who own penises naturally or people who own penises naturally, sometimes um, 
they can get in their heads or they may feel triggered from a past experience where somebody got into this particular move and it was painful. Mm -hmm. So men don't always talk about when they experience pain or fractures or anything like that, because it's just not really in their nature to do uh, from like, you know, masculine programming or whatever. But this is where the check-in always comes in handy. It's like, once you get into reverse and you get in that position, you ask, are you comfortable? Is this okay for you? Because again, it's not just about you receiving pleasure. It's, it's about you both receiving it together in this. But you're just the, the person that's the captain of where this, you know, this ship is going. So, and you definitely yeah. have to check in with somebody before you assassinate their dick. Yes. Like, I feel like it's good to just be like, hey, how are I'm you? I'm here. I want to yeah. make sure you're good. Yeah. Here we go. Right. No, totally. Exactly. Hold on tight. <laughs> and now hold on tight. So we're about to rock your fucking world. I love it. Two other um, issues I've run into, we'll say. Um, slippage. So when it slips oh, yeah. out, that yeah. I guess that's another point at which you could hurt somebody. Yeah. Because come, I have. You come down uh, more <laughs> bentish. Yeah. So is there a way to prevent it from slipping out? Do I just like... Is that the squid part where I just hold on tight? Not today. It just like takes the whole thing. <laughs> also, yeah. it can kind of be like a weird mood kill if it keeps happening too. It's like, what yeah. am I um, doing? So is there, am I like extra, am I just like going too far? Like am I ex exerting myself too much? If I too much voltage, too much, too much power voltage. It's a few things like, well, yeah, that could be like your energy is so strong and you're dominating mm -hmm. so much that he's losing. Um, he's feeling intimidated and he's feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. And now the erection is becoming less and less. Okay. So the blood, the blood is going to his heart and brain because he's freaking out internally <laughs> and he's not saying anything, you know, mm -hmm. but all the alarms are going off, right? Because he's mm -hmm. never been in this position. And that, that's so common. It happens. And when you feel the erection going down and it's just getting soft and it's like not really staying in, then that's a time to like take a break because he could be overheated. Like when guys get hot, um, the erection is just like, all right, uh, shutting down. So <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> I'm scared. It's too much. <laughs> so fanning him and giving him some water. And this is why like, I literally have all these things ready. Like if I know I'm with a partner where I'm going to be getting in, I'm like, all right, I got all the things to make sure that we can extend this. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes like you could be extremely wet, you know, where, it just keeps slipping out. And so with that, it's like, if you have your towel, you just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> just one quick yeah. swipe. <laughs> and then sometimes it's that the hips are literally coming too far off of it. Mm -hmm. So you never want to come all the way off the dick. You want it to stay inside. So you want the head at least to stay inside. Like, <sighs> I'm going to bring out my friend. Yes, please. Here. Ooh, there, there he is. That's a friend. <laughs> That's a big friend. Yeah. Does it have a this name? King Noir. This is King Noir. This is an actual mold of a real person's dick. Stop it. I love yeah. it. The adult star Jesus. King Noir. This is his dick. And I just treat it like a king because it is. King it's, it's huge. <laughs> 
like you always want like at least this much staying inside, which is great because if you come off of it, right, and you're coming towards the opening of your vagina, the, this ridge here, the corona ridge, corona ridge is designed to like pull moisture down and to also create like a little seal to keep moisture in. So to prevent drying out, you know, instead of to coming off of it and trying to come back on, which is very dangerous because you can miss the opening, mm-hmm. then you just come all the way up here and you can feel, you can feel the ridge. Now, some ridges are more pronounced than others. Some are like, just kind of like flat. So just, just be mindful. Like, okay, keep at least two inches in and okay. then go back down on it. So you're not coming all the way off. That's why I say you only need a good one to three inches of space between your pelvis because you want to keep some of the dick inside. And this is why cowgirl position will get you pregnant. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you make babies. Keep going. (laughs) Because the dick is like so close to the surface and there's no running. Like you can't run. They can't pull out unless you jump off. That's like jump. (laughs) No, like literally a jump off because you can feel when he's about to come. Like you can literally feel the little tingles. As soon as you feel that, it's like, all right, I'm gonna be Peace. Out. Just die. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck and roll. I guess depends on where you are. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing to strategize, I guess, before you go in. Just know your exit plan. Uh, no. Emma likes to know her exits. My exit route. Well, my mom always told me, you know, if I'm staying somewhere, I should know how to escape if there's a fire. So same so, with sex. <clears throat> if you're staying somewhere, you should know how to escape. I should know how to escape. babies. <laughs> Just remember that I told you this. And I'll be like, Tyoma, you got me pregnant. So I told you. Have an escape route. Have an escape route. You need to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Um, My last kind of question. And obviously this I'm hoping. Well, from what you've said, I know that joining the cowgirl workout will help with this. So I'm very excited um, in so many ways. But when I'm up there. I'm up there and I get a cramp in my groin. (laughs) What do I do in the moment? Because I've fought through it. I've rolled off. I've (laughs) gotten sweatier out of the pain. Um, What is the right thing to do in that situation? That's a good question. Whatever feels right to your body. So if you're one that can like move through it and you keep riding because you know that it's going to like work itself out, then just... Give yourself some extra oxygen. So breathe more deeply and just like slow the movements down. Just kind of work through it. If you're like me, I get taken out by cramps. So I just tuck and roll off (laughs) and I ask my partner to like massage it out for me because it's like paralyzing. Like I look crazy, (laughs) y'all. Just whole body. Rigid. (laughs) My entire body goes into like low-key rigor mortis and I'm like, all right, I'm done here. (laughs) I look like I'm dying because I am. (laughs) Well, I like that though. That's like very direct. It's like, of course that's going to happen. Just like massage it out get over it like don't drink pa- the water yeah, yep. yeah. you cause and I this say, <laughs> stretch before sex yes mm. i can't stress that enough like every friday in the cowgirl workout is dedicated to flexibility so we only stretch on fridays after each workout i do a little cool down stretch but stretching is so important because it prevents your muscles from like tightening up and like locking up on you and being hydrated so make sure you're drinking a lot of water 
and you know you got your electrolyte. Hey, have some Gatorade by the bed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Stretching is such a good good thing to bring up. And to jump to my one of my last questions as well. In one of your videos, you talked about practicing like the motions and like you had a couple good um movements for doing these positions so it's like the the like the tuck and roll for the booty and Mm -hmm. um the booty bounce right is that word yeah okay no just like what do you do when you're up there i guess like yeah like are those moves for once you're up there and yeah yeah so i literally have and i think i'll probably change the names by now but i've like pinpointed eight different strokes that you can do um so there's one i call like the traditional stroke where your hips come up and then you push down like through your quads and then you push down with the hips and then you just roll it back up. So it's like a hip roll like that. Right. And then there's one, it's like a a push back or a roll back. So you're pushing your hips back and you're curving your hips and you're like scooping the hips so that the dick hits the front wall and also the back wall. So then you can get like that nice G spot stimulation Mm -hmm. going. Cause I noticed in my classes, like when I'll teach like a front, the front scoop, which is another one, some women will be doing it the opposite way. And I'm like, that actually works too. So (laughs) keep doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) And then there's like a scoop forward where the hips are being curled in towards, um, towards your, your belly button and just scooping the dick forward. And then there's like a throw down. Where and all of these all of these movements originate from your tailbone because your tailbone gives your hips that hinge, you know. So that the, like the, the throwdown is just your hips just you're just pushing them down mm-hmm. like this, and then um, you can do circles on the dick. So you can circle to the left, circle to the right, and all of these moves can be done in different speeds. You can take it slow, medium, or fast. So like the bu- the booty bounce is really like a fast, quick stroke that requires a little bit of leverage of your weight. Um, and I think it's a lot easier to practice the booty bounce when um, you could do it in a chair or if like if your partner is lying on the edge of the bed and your feet mm-hmm. are on the floor, mm-hmm. if your pelvis is matched the height of the bed, right? Um, it's easier to do the booty bounce because you have like more control and you don't have to be in that like super hyper extended straddle. Um, but everybody's body is different and like what they're able to do and what feels comfortable to them. But those are pretty much like the strokes that I've established. Oh, and then like being in the crab as well, mm-hmm. um, because in the crab, your hips are like scooting forward. And so in my master class, I do the breakdown of all those moves. I usually, because in the pandemic, I didn't have a partner, but usually I do it with um, like a unicorn <laughs> as my partner just to show the, the hip movement. But I have a class coming up that's sold out where I'm probably going to have a male partner just because I want to switch it up and I want to like show show what it looks like with an actual body there. Um, and I'm teaching men, a men's class too on stroke. So I'll have a female My fiance partner is signed up for it. <laughs> Yes, Beyonce. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I signed him up last night. I'm like, you're doing this. Oh, well, he's excited. So, fucking awesome. so yeah, I um just in paying attention to like when I was looking at and doing my research and watching porn mm-hmm. and seeing how girls do their thing, and then in just filling into my body when I'm on top and what works and what doesn't, I was like, okay, these are the moves. And so we basically practice those moves with our hips over 
and over and over again. So that way your body develops that muscle memory and then you get on top and it's like, okay, I got it. And then it's just a matter of, again, adjusting and making sure that you're in the right position that works for your body because some people have extremely tight hip flexors. Mm-hmm. Um, and being in that traditional straddling position, especially if your partner's a larger person, like that might not be as comfortable as sitting them up um, at the at the head of the bed and then like straddling them that way or sitting them on the couch or in the chair. So mm-hmm. just play with it. And I and I always say like experiment with the positions and the hip movements before going into sex because if you're the kind of person that feels anxiety around like you know performance and feel like you have to get it right and it has to be perfect, then don't don't choose the actual sexual experience as the time to play around with it. You're going to shift when you're having sex, but it's completely different when you're trying to figure it out. So figure it out with clothes on, turn it into a little sexy, fun game of like sexy adult yoga or wrestling or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then afterwards you would take your clothes off and try it and see what's up. <laughs> Yes. I love it. I love that last line. That's it. Take your clothes <laughs> off and see what happens. Fuck yeah. Yep. Oh my God. That was, those are like all my questions. Yeah. That was <laughs> incredible. Yeah. So we'll, I'm so excited. Well, now we've reached, I mean, we've gotten so much great information, but we've reached the final part in our episode where we like to do homework for honeys. Where we talk about one actionable step that we can all take to start incorporating what we talked about today. So, Tayomi, would you assign homework for all of the honeys for this week? Yes. Highly suggest that you do this one thing. So, get your hips activated. Is get in touch with your tailbone. So, I want you to, I would say, try to do this three to four times in a week. And just practice this for five minutes in the mirror. And you want to stand with your feet about shoulder width apart and you want your knees to be loose. So you don't want to lock your knees. Okay. And you want to make sure that your weight is positioned in your heels. So if you have to hold on to something like a desk or a chair or whatever, completely do that. And then you want to locate your tailbone. So your tailbone is literally situated right at the base of your spine. And you can find the very tippity tip of it where your booty cheeks separate or come together, whichever way you want to do it. (laughs) And so if you just put your hand there on that spot, then boom, you're already connected to your tailbone. And so you want to push your pelvis in through the tailbone, pushing it forward. Like you're trying to touch your pubic bone to your belly button and everything is going to basically like come in and scrunch up. Mm -hmm. And then you want to pull up on it. Like you're trying to touch your booty to your back, right? And then you just want to do a few of these pelvic tilts with your hand in place for like maybe 10 of them. Mm-hmm. So one full rotation is 10. So this coming in and then pulling up, that's one. And then you want to take your hand off and now just push through and then pull up without the assistance. Hands so free. I call that a <laughs> pelvic activation um, because a lot of women, once they do that, they're like, wait a minute, I lower back. It's kind of burning, kind of hurts a little bit. I'm like, yeah, we're waking that area up. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome. 
Yes. It's good to know that's normal, the burning. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. I love it. That's perfect. That's such yeah. a great way to drop immediately into your like pelvic region and like just focus on that isolation. I love it. Oh, yes. perfect. I'm so excited. Can you please tell our listeners where to continue connecting with you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram. That's at real glamazon Tayomi. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash glam erotica 101. You can also find me on my blog site, glamerotica101.com, Twitter at glamazon Tayomi. And if you want to join the cowgirl workout tribe, we are here for you. It's members.thecowgirlworkout.com. We were featured in Cosmopolitan on Cosmopolitan.com. We also were featured on, on XO Nicole. So if you type in the cowgirl workout, literally the first thing that will pop up is the Cosmo article in our tribe. So if you forget that, um, and definitely like my YouTube channel has those free videos for you to take advantage of just so you can see, um, you know, where you start. Mm -hmm. And I will say, don't allow your size to be the reason why if you have the motivation and the determination to get this right for yourself, so you can experience more pleasure, then, then don't allow the idea of what your size is to be an impediment. If you have a body that can move. And even if you've had pelvic injuries or like knee injuries, you know your body better than anyone. And I have modifications for the workouts to assist you as well with a fitness ball so that you don't have to get on your knees. So just, you know, come through. We got you. Like we're here for you. We want you to improve in this area and, you know, just reach out to me. I'm, I'm here to help. Oh, I love it. Tayomi, we love you so much. I okay. have a clarifying oh, question. So do yes. people need to take the masterclass before signing up for the cowgirl workout like subscription? Do you recommend like starting with one first or is it okay to just start with a subscription? So I would say like the masterclass is that like heavy breakdown mm -hmm. of the do's and don'ts, the common issues and solutions for them. And then it's a breakdown of all the moves. And so the masterclass like sets the tone for the tribe because we're mm -hmm. practicing what I teach in the masterclass. And what I'm, what I'm offering now going forward is if you do sign up for one of my master classes, then you get a, a one month free subscription to the Cowgirl Tribe just so that you can see what it's about. You can see what we do there. And also so you can continue to practice. And then the master classes are also uploaded to the tribe. Oh, awesome. And yeah. And in the tribe, you get discounts to other programs and things like it's, I love it because you get so much value from just like, it's a community. It's not just, it's not just the cowgirl stuff. It's the cowgirl stuff plus so much more. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like so grateful that you ladies like went in depth about this because I realized I was like, Oh shit, wait a minute. People know I teach this class, but I haven't really been talking about what's happening in the tribe. And I'm spending a lot of my time there on a daily basis, mm -hmm. um, interacting with people and just like, you know, putting the uploads up and stuff. So, you know, if you want to be a part of an active, interactive community where women all have the same goal um, and are going to encourage you to be your very best, then it's definitely for you. And there are sisters from all over the world that are a part of this tribe. And I'm just so proud of it. And it's growing every day. So if you want to take the masterclass, that's great. It's great value because you get that one month free. And if you want to jump into the tribe already, that's cool too, because the masterclass is going to be uploaded there anyway. So it's a win-win either way. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> oh God. No, it was good. 
It was not cringy. Don't cringe. I wasn't. I was. That was my <laughs> my Western accent to close out this episode and to thank Tayomi so much for being on the podcast today. Literally, just so honored to have been able to talk to you about a topic that we just had so many questions about, yeah. and it was such an educational conversation to be honest and we've both signed up for the cowgirl Cowgirl workout workout. yeah so we are having a great time getting our workout on getting better at sex every day every day and thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in and if you have a few minutes head over to apple Podcasts, rate review and subscribe to honey do me when you leave us a review it lets us know what you think as long as it's positive we want it so let me know So let us know how we're doing and sign up for Cowgirl Workout Tribe with us because we're all going to be in there and just having a good time. Loosen those hips. Getting ready to ride. Yeah. Ride that dick. (laughs) Dick assassin. Yeah. I don't know what that was for. Anyways, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.